Hey folks, this is Glenn, and welcome to an all-new edition of the podcast. Glenn is talking, man from New York. It is Father's Day weekend. I'm actually recording this on Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to all the the, the fathers out there. Congratulations on your socks and uh, your your drugstore cologne. If it, there's nothing wrong with those gifts. They're, they're perfectly suitable and fine. If you think about it, the the men's... When it comes to Father's Day, when it comes to men's, like the men's department, like the men's side of the department store, it's always like the more the, the more depressing. It's very solemn compared to the rest of the store. If you ever go to a, a department store, you go to a Target or whatever, even a freaking Walmart. Like the men's place is all the men's section is always the most depressing. Everything feels like it could be for a funeral. Like these are some khaki shorts for a funeral at the beach. These are some socks for a funeral at a basketball gym. Like everything in the men's section is always a little like drab and dull, and you know, you know. they could at least throw some music in there to, to to change it up a little bit. So, Father's Day is in, I was so it's like a something that says Father's Day as far as like celebrated holidays. It's kind of low on the totem compared to like of course Mother's Day. And Christmas and uh, Halloween and a, a lot of other things out there, and, you, and it, so that's kind of reflected when you look at the gifts, right? You see the gifts, right? It's it's socks, it's a barbecue apron, you know. It, it's always like kind of you know stuff that makes you go, oh wow, that's really fun. Golf shirts. Now I love a good golf shirt. I don't play golf. But I, you know, give me a good golf shirt, and I will, I will be Tiger Woods all day long. I know that. So, uh, you know, and actually, I feel good because see, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not a parent. I don't have any kids, so I feel very uh, lucky to take advantage of Father's Day sales for myself, because you no, know, fortunately, my father passed away many years ago, so. You know, it's just so I was in the store the other day, look checking out the cell. I'm like, this is for me. And I don't even have kids. Ha ha ha. I'm getting over. Like I feel like I've accomplished something. Maybe that's a insight into my psyche I shouldn't have shared. But hey, here we are. So there is a lot going on as far as this particular weekend. So yesterday was Juneteenth, June nineteenth. It was the first time uh this holiday has been a federal holiday. Juneteenth uh, commemorates the time when enslaved people in Texas found out two years later, after the Emancipation Proclamation, that they were free. Which is like, whoa. Now, I didn't learn about Juneteenth until I was, I was in high school, I think, the first time I heard about Juneteenth. Which is, I think, like, I mean, I know some people just heard about it like the other day <clears throat> or you know last year or whatever so some people but yeah I, learned, I remember learning about the high school I remember thinking whoa that's <clears throat> that's like <clears throat> really messed up really sad but it's also a time it, you celebrate the resilience and Juneteenth has been something that's been celebrated not only in Texas where it originated but in many parts of the country uh, here in New York, there have been Juneteenth celebrations going back for quite some time. In other parts of the country, 
So even though it's a holiday, some people are not aware of, it has something that it does re- resonate with many people in the African-American community. I know there's been some, a little bit of like, uh, some people who don't think, who think, oh, it's just like, oh, okay, give us a holiday. So now when it comes to things like police reform and social justice, you know, it's, it's over with, people are not going to fight. I, I don't believe that because... It wasn't like when the Dr. King holiday was passed, and that was a huge battle for that. It wasn't like the people was like, okay, that's it. Everything's okay. America's perfect. You don't have to do anything anymore. No, I don't remember anyone saying that. I don't remember any activists or any regular people saying, oh, okay, there's a King holiday. Everything is wonderful. Everything is perfect. And I don't think anyone is saying that right now. So, so some of the discord around it, you know, hey, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Uh, but you, really, you can't really look down on another federal holiday. Come on, especially in June. Come on, a federal holiday in June, summertime. Yeah, we can celebrate and we can honor amazing history and we can learn more about the, this history and this culture and the to- the whole story of America. We can do that, and we also like party and have fun too. Like, come on, folks, don't 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 think don't think too hard about this. All right. Don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. I think that's how that goes, right? So, like I said, it is Father's Day weekend. And, you know, people... It's really weird. Uh, it's not really weird. It Social media has a way of really... Social media r- rewards conflict, right? In ways that other aspects of culture, except maybe professional wrestling, don't do. In MMA, right? In politics, right? But social media conflict really drives social media. I think there's always a tendency for people to find something to be upset about. And you're gonna be you're gonna see some some takes on Father's Day this weekend today, where you're gonna roll your eyes and be like, oh my god. And you're gonna be some people like, okay, that's interesting, that's insightful. But the machine that is social media that we all live in, we're always, there's always a thriving to what, what can I get, the, what can I think of the take that will make people want to sort of feel like fight, arguing with me and then be upset that people want to argue. That's my favorite thing about, especially Twitter, where people will say something really outrageous. They'll say something like, you know, I I think babies should be forced to go to work. And then someone would be like, people would say, that's horrible. How can you say that about babies? They can't even talk. And that person would be like, I can't take all this negativity. Because it's like, could you purposely say something provocative and then you got upset when people were provoked? Which is, you see it every day on, on social media. It's It's amazing. So, as we are about to officially enter summer... And you still got the pandemic, right? We even though here in New York the rates are really low, and that New York governor now say, "Hey, New York has got about seventy percent, according to their numbers, of people vaccinated, and we're gonna both restrictions are off now." You know, Yankee Stadium had a full house this past uh, two evenings, and you know, restaurants are are buzzing so. Things are, it's weird. 
it's normal, but it's not normal. Meaning people are getting back to their lives. People are, are socializing. People are hanging out. People are meeting up with friends and family. and People are going to vacations. People are getting back to normal, even though it's not a, still a, not a normal time. Because we still have the pandemic. We still have these variants. Uh, it's still important to wear a mask when you're indoors and clothes and with people. It's really weird. That you're so 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 in this weird sort of space between these two different worlds, and it, it's and it, and some people are having a hard time navigating it, and I think some of the debates that we've had over why are you still wearing a mask, well I don't know why are you why can't you shut up like we just have so so many dumb arguments now, and it's it's really sort of crazy, so we had a big um, you know as far as current events. Joe Biden was in Europe. He went to the G7 over in the UK. Then he met with Vladimir Putin. And he came back and he signed Joe team into holiday. And then, unfortunately, his dog, uh, Champ, right? Champ died, which is really sad. Losing a pet is hard. And you don't really get it until you've actually gone through it. Like, our family cat, is, well, I can't believe how long it's been. It's been like maybe, it's been like almost two decades. But I remember when our cat died, I've never been so heartbroken in my life because I grew up. This, his name was Chi-Chi. He was a tuxedo cat, uh, very handsome, very charming. He could have been like a spy if he wanted to in the cat world at least. But I remember me and my sister, we were heartbroken because we had this cat when we were kids. And he was like there, like, like every, all, like, through all our lives, like, it seemed like he was just there. And you know how it is with animals. When you're sick, they're right there by your side. Sometimes they get on your nerves because they want, they always want to eat. Especially with cats, they always want to trip you for some reason. Like, I don't know what. Is that like some kind of cat ninja school where they teach you how to try to knock humans to the ground? Because I swear, I can count how many times this cat almost knocked me to the ground for no particular reason. So losing a pet is hard. So... You know, I can only imagine, especially, you know, because you think about it, if you're dealing with a job like the president or any high-stress job or anything, most people, their pets are a comfort, right? They lean on their pets for support. And that's why we have emotional support animals. But even if you don't have an official emotional support animal, I think most pets fall under the term emotional support. Because that's kind of how you have them there for, right? Because... You you know you want you want someone to be there even if it's an animal that you maybe quite doesn't understand you and you don't quite understand them even though once you get a pet you kind of kind of speak the same language you, you know I've never been a dog owner never had a dog growing up but dog owners you know have that that they just know they know what those barks mean they know what those whimpers mean they know what those eye looks if you have a cat. You know what those meows mean, and especially, you know, a lot of times the cats don't really bother with you anyway. You can barely find them when you really want them. Like, hey, I want to, I'm, I need to show some expression of love. Hey, where are you, cat? And the cat is, like, somewhere under a dresser in a closet. Might have left the, left the house. Who knows where the cat is at? You know, cats are very fickle. But seriously, though, you know, it, it is important. Uh, thing to to have pets, and I think you see this trend all the time. We're on, on like social media, like TikTok, Instagram, people who talk about like they got a pet, and their dads did not want the, the 
pet, the, the dad was like, I don't want this dog, I don't want this cat. And then, like, months later, uh, the, the dog and the cat is best friends with the dad. Like, they can't be separated. Which is sort of a really cool thing. And I think a lot of people, because a lot of times with pets comes responsibilities. and, and Which is just another issue, because some people don't take good care of their pets. And unfortunately, pets don't have a, a, a hotline they can call for themselves and be like, hey, get me out of here. This human uh, doesn't know what the hell they're doing. But that's sort of, uh, you know, that's the way things are. Uh, I mentioned sport. I mentioned, like, full capacity of games. Uh, the NBA playoffs. Uh, Brooklyn Nets are eliminated from the playoffs. I, I totally forgot to watch the game. I meant to watch the game, and I got... Fell in a rabbit hole of like YouTube, and I started watching the movie. The next thing I know, oh, game over, Nets over. And now I'm not a Nets fan. I, I, I wanted to see them do well because it makes things interesting here in New York City. And I'm a recovering Knicks fan, meaning that I grew up uh, as a Knicks fan and supporting the ne- the Knicks team. But I refuse to do it now. I refuse to uh, be that emotionally invested in a relationship that is going nowhere. So, but I wish them well. But basketball, you know, is this is a fun game to watch, and, and most of the time, even though today's NBA has some issues, it, this isn't really a sports talk podcast. I feel like someone named Al from Long Island should be calling in now, just by me talking about too many sports. And we're entering the Olympics, so Olympic season in a pandemic. What is that gonna look like? That's and I, I, was, I used to be obsessed with the Olympics when I was a kid, especially Summer Olympics, track and field. and uh, it was, yeah, some, some Olympics is the best, but this year, I don't know, it feels kind of weird. I don't even know what it's going to look like. I know it's in Tokyo, and I know, like, thousands of volunteers quit. Like, we ain't doing this, I guess, because of safety precautions. So that is going to be something else. So Father's Day. You're probably going to maybe take your dad out or maybe cook your dad a meal. Or maybe you bought that dad that barbecue apron so you can kind of get your dad to cook his own Father's Day meal, which a lot of dads love doing. They love getting on the grill and, like, talking like this. And, yeah, turn this over. Don't, don't, burn, don't burn the bones yet. You know, all that stuff. So you're kind of going to do that. You're going to hang out. And... I mentioned before, my dad passed away uh, many years ago, but I still miss him dearly. And uh, I would do anything just to have a, a conversation with him uh, right now. So if you are like me, you're missing your dad. My heart goes out to you. If you, if your dad is in your life, you have a relationship with him, uh, enjoy him, celebrate him, make fun of him, uh, make sure that he gets those socks that he really likes. So on that note, you've been listening to Glenn is Talking, Man from New York. In the show notes, you can see where you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and all this other stuff. If you would like to donate a little something-something to the podcast to help pay the bills or at least buy this podcast host a cup of coffee, especially a nice cup of cold brew in the summertime, you can find me on Venmo if, at Man Glenn, Man with Two Wins, Glenn with Two Wins. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself.